Hey, you're listening to the Prime Culture Podcast. This Prime Culture is for the dreamers, the schemers, and the believers. We're here to introduce a whole new generation to the abundant life. We're here for the prime of our lives. Welcome to the Prime Cultural Podcast, everybody. This is your host, unofficially still. You do that so well, bro. I still, I I still do not have a title, but I'm praying for it. I'm fasting for it. When you do that, do you speak from the diaphragm? I do. <laughs> do I have a good... Pr- Let me do it. Let me do it, it right, guys. Here we go. Okay, okay. Welcome to the Prime Culture Podcast, everybody. This is your host, Felipe Trejo. Hey. Um, and um, we are excited to be back with you again today. We have a very special podcast because um, our dear and very loved pastors are not in here with us today, so we get to. We they get deserve to have some a rest. Fun. They've been they've been grinding. Yes, and they've they, been grinding. I don't know why they trust us so much to do this, but here we are, y'all. Here we We're go. here. So, by the way, We're if here. you don't know these incredible voices, we have Sarah. Thank yeah. You. Thank you. So, Sarah, um, she's incredible team lead with us. She anything you see with connections with. Uh, circles, yes, anything sir. for prime culture. Sarah is the spirit, the the brains behind it, and, and our up and coming culture carriers as well. That's right. Shout out culture hey. carriers. If you don't know what that is, you will soon find out. Um, yes. But anyway, just a little nugget. And then we have Andrew Fung. Everybody, come on. Hey yo. Do I really need to? Dang man. You? Hey, Micah did me dirty, bro. He waited so long for that. Micah did me dirty just I now, bro. You. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate that. And then he just overdid it. <laughs> <laughs> he did Micah. it the way I do it. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. Thank, big shout out to Micah for switching yes. and directing today. Yes. Um, again, we don't have we don't have Cruz. We don't have Pastor Cruz and Diana today, which, hey, we love you. Thank you for trusting us with these microphones. Right. We are going to do our best. But we've been walking through our core values. And earlier today, we were doing like a little walkthrough of what that looks like. And we kind of all stuttered a little bit. No, 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 no. So you guys did. Oh, it's not, let's, oh, let's oh, get oh, that right. Bro, we're getting called out, bro. We right. are, and, and rightfully so. <laughs> we, 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 we struggled. So again, we've been talking about integrity. Mm-hmm. Passion. Oh my gosh. Authentic community. <laughs> <laughs> the authority of the word of God. Mm-hmm. Bias for action. And, and the last one. Well, today. Today. What do we have one more? Yes, we we do. We've only done like four of them. We have seven. Uh, this we feels have, like forever for me. Anyway, one. what's the other one? We have honor today. We have yep. honor today. And then that's it, no? And then we have fun next week. Oh, we fun, y'all. We got yeah. fun. How yeah. can we forget it? Yeah. I, I am I am absolutely I know. embarrassed all about good. that. Well, hey, speaking of fun, like, man, we had culture night two weeks ago. Yes, talk culture about night it. was so fun. It I mean, was. um, it's so cool because everything that we do in terms of prime culture and as, as our values, our culture values, literally was shining that night. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, yeah. Like I know Pastor Cruz and you and Pastor Diana didn't really get a chance to talk about it last week. Um, but yeah, let's talk about it this week. That's it was, right, that's it was right. so good. I mean, like the Holy Spirit took over the service. Oh, oh my for gosh. Sure. And you know, Cruz, uh, you're going to hear, you heard in the, in the last podcast that's coming out. Um, on passion, Chris and I give you a little heads up on what the gathering was going to start looking like, and right. this is the this is us talking in the future. It already happened. Yeah, we experienced culture night in a brand new way. Yeah, and yes, we, we made room um, for the things that matter, for the things that matter, for encounter uh, to, with the Lord and during worship, encounter with the Word, 
an authentic community. We have, yeah. we know how to have fun, I believe. Yeah, yeah no, it was, it was um, really awesome. So big shout out to anybody who came to Culture Night. We had 50 plus first time guests, y'all. 50 plus first time guests. What is life? We had, yo, 33 on the dot salvations. Wow. Can I just say something like, yeah. if anybody who's a first time guest at Culture Night, thank you for coming. Yeah. And then come every time. Yeah. Keep coming. Keep coming. Keep coming, Keep Keep coming, coming back. back. Yep. Keep coming back. Your family. We love you. The, look at us. We're matching. Let's We're go. twins today. Let's go. <laughs> but anyway, so uh, Culture Night was incredible. And uh, I, we just, before we get started, thank you to you who's sharing who's sharing this on stories, on wherever you share things. Where do you share things now, Andrew? We share on YouTube. We share on Instagram. Well, you don't share on YouTube. Sorry. We share on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. But hey, share it on your Facebook. Share it on your Instagram. If this has really, if this has really been giving life to you, speaking into yeah, your yeah. life, yeah. Um, and you're getting just amazing revelation from this podcast, I believe that our pastors have done an amazing job. Hey, will you just do us a favor and just like and subscribe? Yes, please. Um, on our YouTube, on, we, we, we're on YouTube. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple Podcasts. The video format's on YouTube. Hey, so you know what? Like, just... Yeah, give us some love, show us some love, and also give us a shout out. We would definitely really appreciate it. 100%. So let's get started. We're talking about honor today. That's a big one, bro. And it's a big, big, this is a big it's one. a big deal. I don't know why they would, they should have trusted us with fun. No, you know okay. why? You know why? Because, because he put the young guns up here because Pastor Cruz is like, y'all better honor me more. <laughs> he's setting, he's setting the tone. So he's setting the tone. Start, <laughs> I just want to start by saying, I love Pastor Cruz. He's changed my life. <laughs> <laughs> Which he has, he has. Um, but today we're going to talk about honor. And I'm hoping that we touch on, again, we're talking about what we value. So we're right. not right. in a way trying to define exactly what honor, honor is so big and is so massive. But we're going to dive into it as what it looks like for us in this culture and what yeah. we want to see in young adults yeah. um, carry this. Literally culture carry this thing um, in in every sphere, sphere of life. Whether you're in church, whether you're outside, we believe that the culture is represented everywhere college campuses everywhere so let's talk about honor i think it'll be a really fun way and i didn't tell you this but i think oh a really gosh. fun way we're all well andrew we're hispanics right yeah um, yeah literally so we're race hispanics and one of the things that i think i learned in church um well in hispanic culture is i feel like you first learn to respect people mm. and i think sometimes we um we're raised with the with the perception that that's honor Right. And it is part of honor. Mm -hmm. But I think what would you say? What what I want to start by asking this question. What do you guys think coming up like I don't know. I don't know how long ago was it that you were like 19, 15, 16, even younger than that. What did honor look like for you in your kind of like context? In your home, the way that you grew up. Right. There's young adults listening right now that have Dude. multiple different contexts. They were raised in different different cultures. Different yeah. cultures. Yeah. So what did it look like for you just like a quick like 40 60 second kind of recap of what honor looked like for you growing you up. You know what's so funny is that like I was literally thinking about this earlier because I'm like I'm I'm essentially a minority here, bro. Well, I'm a minority yeah. everywhere except for Asia, Especially but like in El Paso. Yeah, I'm right. I'm like I'm like I take pride in the fact that I'm like 0.01% of this church. That's right. That's right. You, do you know. That. Um but in Asian culture, check this out, in Asian culture, honor for you growing up as a child, honor was not only seen like obviously giving respect to your parents and, you know, not making them look like fools in public and stuff right. like 100%. that. 100%. Right. Um, <laughs> but check this out. For us, the tangible aspects of honor was actually seen in our studies. Mm. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, wow. bro. So it's crazy because like um, I… <laughs> This well, is that's sound, interesting this is gonna, yeah. and funny at yeah. the same time. So like I, I for I, when, I was, when I was going to college… Um, 
for me, I essentially became like the black sheep of my school or black sheep of my church when wow. I was going to church because- Everybody knew your grades in church? Yes, bro. <gasps> what? My mom worked at church, bro. Bro, my mom worked at a church. And I wish, you, were, I wish they, y'all could see his face dude, right now. It was a Chinese church. Yeah, see my face on YouTube. It was a Chinese church, bro. I was like a black sheep, my guy. So no what were way. your grades like? If you dude, my, grades, my grades were like a 3.4. Okay. That's not that bad. Yeah, for a college yeah. student, for a college student doing 18 hours my freshman year, first semester. No, that's actually it, that's bro, really I, good. I'm pretty sure it was doing yes, worse than you. Of course, but given in the context of where I am at yeah, culturally, yeah, yeah, yeah. like you're talking right. about, like fast forward to today, like these guys are just, you know, mm-hmm. at UPenn, at Northwestern, yeah, yeah, a couple yeah. of a couple of Ivy League schools wow. and stuff like that, and uh, yeah, I, yeah, it was it was really crazy. So like honor for us is like. If you didn't make good grades, you were dishonoring your family. Wow. Yeah. And that's, that. oh my goodness. That makes me think of so many things. I don't want to go in a rabbit hole yet. Um, for me, if, if I'll just go a second. Uh, for me, like in my context, honoring was sometimes, um, and again, maybe this is going to sound funny, but for us, like family, like Hispanics, well, I'm truly Mexican. I'm not Hispanic. I was born in Mexico. I have dual citizenship. Uh, fun fact. Became a U.S. citizen <gasps> in 2019. Bro, me yep. too. Let's go. Yup. Yup. Anyway. I'm um, Canadian. I'm Canadian though. I had no hey, idea. bro, we met in the middle. Wow. We met in the middle. Look wow. at us. Anyway, <laughs> back to the point. Back to the point. So, so in Mexican culture, you honor your family by doing what your family wants you to do. Right. So like one, I mean, you, you really don't have a problem with that growing up. Like you're 10, 11 years old. Like you love doing, you love going to the family parties. You love going to the gatherings. You love going to Christmas at your grandma's house. And then mm-hmm. like fun fact as well. I have 30 something cousins on my mom's side alone. Stop. My, my, my mom has nine brothers and sisters. My mom's Dude, like that too. What? For real? Yeah. That's right. Hispanics. Bro, and, um, I got three cousins. <laughs> I have three cousins. Three? Literally, I legit only have three. You're like, bro. I have so many cousins. Like, shout out to my Andrew's cousins. Like, Andrew's like, bro, for Christmas dinner, we get a table for four and we're good. Bro, literally, <laughs> we got a table for 10 and that's it. That's anyway, it. But back to the point. So like when you're you're growing, you're growing up in, in Mexican culture, at least for me, okay. you love that part of family. It's incredible. And I think we can touch a little bit right now in the future. But as you keep growing up, you start showing yourself dishonorable. Or dis- mm. you dishonor your family by sometimes going apart from it. Yeah. Wow. So like my parents, I, my, my mom grew up in a Jehovah Witness home. Mm. My dad grew up in a Catholic home. My parents met, they fell in love with each other, had me, and then they met Jesus together. Wow. And then they became, I'm, I'm the first, well, I would say my parents are the first Christians in my thing, but I'm the first generation of like people of like Christians in my family line. Wow. So that's awesome. But when that happened, again, I keep saying fun fact, I'm gonna stop doing that. But um my 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 family disowned us on both sides. Wow. So my parents and I kinda like rocked together. <laughs> like I remember we would have Christmas by ourselves, like table of five, baby. At wow. I don't know, Golden Corral or something. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> and um yeah, so anyway, that that was my context. That's what I kinda like understood as honor. Like you do what your family does. And right. especially in Mexican culture. Yeah. It's 100%. I don't know about you. So for me, it looked different. You know, with my parents, I would say that the value that they instilled in my brother and I was, of course, respect and honor. So for us, it looked different in the capacity of the locations that we were going to. Mm. So it's like if we're going to the store, my parents would tell me like, don't ask for anything. Like I'm here for one thing or this thing only. That's it. The moment you start acting up, we're out. 
before school, my mom would always tell me like, you're going to school to learn. I don't, I should not be receiving a phone call from your teacher. You listen to your teacher. If we would go to, you know, my tia's house, like I don't want yeah. you running around, you be respectful. So for us, that was honor being considerate of the places that you're going yeah, yeah. to wow. as well as the other people. Yeah. So growing up, I knew like, oh my gosh, like the teacher better not call my mom. And then when I became a teacher, I was like, I'm not like then it became. Oh too, my gosh! Talk like, about it. Go go go. Yeah, right, let's go. It came too. Like I didn't. Now you feel pressure that right. you're gonna dishonor. You're gonna you're gonna make him feel like he's dishonoring his family by just giving a call. Exactly. Like That's I didn't want to be disruptive. I didn't want to be disrespectful. I would even tell the students like your parents are at work right now. Like the last yeah. thing they need right now is to receive a phone call. That you're Dude, acting up. so you were a teacher with grace. No, honestly, for real. Like, it had wow. to be really, really bad for yeah, me yeah. to call your parents. Because that's how I grew up. Yeah, that's how you grew up. Wow. But some that's teachers crazy. was like, oh, you know, I don't know. You're not listening to me? Go call your mom right now. Yeah, no, I was literally <laughs> thinking that. Because I, I was like, man, like, in today's culture, like, dishonor, since we're kind of on the topic of dishonor. Oh, yeah. Dishonor is like… Is like kind of like the status quo. Dishonor brings you clout. Like it's almost kind of yeah, weird. Yeah, yeah. Right. It brings you attention. Yeah. yeah. So you know? well, let's start. I love where we're going. Let's start with what the what. I mean, we we grew up in we we are a part of a bunny church, so we look up words. So here we go. Um, honor means to demonstrate high respect or great esteem for someone mm. Mm. by honoring another. You are saying you see great value right. in them. Right. So Andrew, you're talking about talk about it. Talk about. We, we live in a culture where, again, we're trying to be, uh, prom culture is trying to be a culture where honor is right. literally in the forefront of everything. And when we are in, pre, pre, like, actually in a culture that, that's actually the opposite. You get dishonor first and you're kind of cool for it as well. Yeah. So go right. into your thought, go into your thought. No, yeah. Like, I mean, for me, like, I was, I was, I like watching like Facebook reels and like IG reels Are and you stuff on, like anybody that. Anybody on Facebook? I lost my Facebook. I'm app. on Facebook. I, mean, I post on stories every now and then and I only get like 32 views. Like I, like the notification will tell you, hey, you got 30. This is like views, a super Mexican you know? thing no, that I do. Wait, <laughs> but, but he'll be on Facebook Marketplace. That's why he's on yeah, Facebook. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I do get on Facebook Marketplace. <laughs> but like while, I, like while I'm watching these reels, like I, I, I've kind of, I used to love watching Wild and Out. Like oh, I still yeah, do. I still do. I watch I watch their reels, but like in watching the reels, you know how the algorithm kind of like messes with you and tinkers with you, right? right? So I started watching a lot of comedy stuff. Okay. And one thing that I've noticed um as I was watching these, I kind of thought about it as we were kind of like talking about, oh hey, you guys are gonna talk about honor, was that almost every single reel that I saw that was deemed funny or viral came at the expense of someone else. Wow. Mm. Right. You know, it's like someone's roasting somebody, someone's making a joke out of their situation wow. or or something like that. And like, I was just kind of like, I was kind of like blown back by it when we talked about the fact that we were going to do this podcast episode. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, because I was like, man, like that's kind of where we've gotten today. And that, that kind of makes me think of like right now, the temperature and culture is like, I, the only person that I honor is myself. Right. Me. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. And that's cool. And it's valued right now. Again, that definition says that when you honor somebody, you're showing, you're saying they're valuable. So, uh, what you could say is that the temperature of culture right now is like saying the only thing that's valuable around me is myself. Mm. And I think that's a big, <laughs> again, the Bible calls us to honor honor first God right. with our lives, with everything that we do. And that's yep. what we believe in prime culture. Right. So then let me ask you a question, Sarah. So um, how do we, again, we just literally talked about, um, and again, we're not, 
we're not professional like therapists, okay, y'all? Yeah. You heard disclaimer. Listening. Disclaimer. Disclaimer. We're <laughs> we're young people. We're young people. I, look at me saying I'm young people. You are, you are young. young. Anyway, Bruh. so we're we're young we're young people <laughs> who have learned something and we're we're hoping that it'll help you. Right. right. So let's say, um, talk about a little bit about your your story and your context of like how did you learn um how to live a life? Or n- let's not even take it that deep yet. Let's say, what were some of the practical things that you started? kind of like in your walk with Jesus, okay. your walk with your parents, your walk with church life and everything Oof. to maybe start moving in that direction that says like, I'm not just going to value my own life and honor myself. Like right. how do I start the journey of saying I'm going to live a life of honor? How do, how, do, how, do, how did you do it? Just walk us through that. Mm. So I'll share something that we discussed, Andrew and myself with Pastor Cruz recently about honor. And so I think it was after the internship, the abundant internship that you need to get plugged in. Shout out to abundant internship. Yeah. Shamelessly. Shameless plug. <laughs> but after um, I did the internship, I realized like my honor for the word changed mm, talk tremendously. Talk about it. Yes. So, you know, I'm, I'm a big advocate, you know, like if you don't have a Bible, get the Bible app, right? But as I started doing the internship, I realized like I had a self-reflection moment and I was like, okay, this Bible app, um, the context that I'm using it, like I'm literally laying down and I'm just like, okay, yeah, I did my daily reading. Cool. And then you fall asleep. Woohoo! I'm yeah, done, I'm right? done. I'm done. And then come the end of the year, I'm like, oh yeah, I read the whole Bible in a year. Like shout out to me. However, as time progressed and, you know, after the internship, I had to really check myself. And I was like, you know, like this is okay, I'm great that I'm taking that attempt, but as I'm furthering my walk, it needs to grow. Mm -hmm. I I can't stay stagnant nor complacent, right? And so I shared with Pastor Cruz and Andrew that now my honor for the word is so different now. Now it's I have my office and I set it like a date, an appointment, like I'm going to have a time to be with my Bible, listen from the Holy Spirit. Whereas before it was just so like, so lazy and yeah. I and I ha- I also started thinking too like okay if someone was literally here right before me I'm not just going to be laying down like oh yeah I'm listening to you scrolling and then okay yeah, yeah. cool bye and now it's like no like I like I said I said that time that place like I'm here to read the bible yeah. I set my phone on do not disturb and it's setting that tonality of like I'm here I'm present yeah. and I'm intentional Whereas before it was like just something to check off. Right. Yeah. And this is where things really change for me because Pastor Cruz always says that, you know, we don't we don't have to do things, we get to do things. Yeah, yeah. And this was my heart posture that changed. Like I get to read the Bible. Mm-hmm. It, before it was like, oh, I have to read it. Like yeah. I don't want to lose my streak on the Bible app, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> Which by the way, like let's yep. come clean. I lose it all the time. Right. Same. Me too. I I it's it's a it's a normal thing. Life is very fast paced. But I want to. I want to touch on what you said. You just said, "I, I, I'm, what I, as I'm taking it is you value the word of God first, then honor comes after that." Right. Right. So, like to me, a good place. Again, we we just talked about honor in the context of our cultures, honor in the context of how we grew up, and I think again, the kind of honor that we want to learn is the one that the word of God calls us to live out. Right. And you cannot start a life of honor without knowing what true honor really is. And I love that you talked about the word of God because, um, and the fact that you have a date, can we just like normalize that? Like, (laughs) like, first of all, like if you're a young adult and you're listening to this, like you need a calendar, your stuff, by the way, low low practical thing. Yep. Like things aren't real if they're not in the calendar. Right. And the same way that you have a dentist appointment and you calendar that baby, 
because you need to get your teeth white before you go on vacation or whatever. Yeah. Um, that's a very practical thing. And I think that's a little nugget that we should account for. But I love that we started with, love that we started with the word of God. That's a beautiful right. thing. Now, um, as we live out our a life of honor, what has been the, one of the most like shocking things, let's say like a, one of the most important parts of your journey where you renewed your mind about honor? I'm going to talk for myself and okay. say this. Okay. So, because you guys both are not ready. I'll let you get ready for the question. So, um, I remember, I guess, growing up in church, I've been a church kid. People call it church rat. So I've been a church rat for years. Um, I'm actually not from here. I'm from Mexico, like I said. So I grew up in a, in a culture in, in Mexican church mm-hmm. where you fear your leaders more than you honor them. Mm. Wow. And you fear your mom more than you honor her. And, and there's good sides of like honoring your parents. You respect them. And again, you add value to them. But I think there's nothing, nothing like honor that comes from a healthy place. Mm. Yeah. And honor that, again, honor should be given, not taken, right. in my opinion. Say that. Right. Yep. And I feel like honor was taken from me. Mm. And, and again, not to, I don't want to use it like that, but I feel like I needed to give honor out of like fear or like out of like, um, like, man, I just don't want to get in trouble. Right. <laughs> I need right. to get my, my grades right. And again, I'll dive a little bit more deeper into that and I'll walk us through that. But um, what I wanted to say is to me in my journey, there was a point where I realized that I can choose to honor from a place of generosity. I love this. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I feel like it took me a really long time, especially because I tend to be a person that wants to disagree with every person. (laughs) And and again, I've usually usually been the guy that's the youngest in the room at most rooms. Right. Like Cruz and I are friends. Pastor Cruz, right? But him and I are friends and he's like, he's a little older than me. Yeah. Right. But I've always found myself in situations like that. And in the beginning of my journey, I I chose honor at the very end. Mm. And it was like, you had to earn my honor or I feared you so much <laughs> that yeah. you're just going to get my honor so I don't get fired. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah. Was that was that like, like at the beginning of your... Of your church days, would you say? Yeah, like, I, I say I, I'd say for me, it wasn't in youth ministry, y'all. I was leading worship in youth youth ministry, and I was the most dishonorable person on. Really? Yeah, yeah. The Lord was working in me. I mean, I can now admit it, you know. Yeah. And I'm sure you can look back at your journey. You can be like, "What was the most dis? What was the time in your life where you were like, like a piece of work, like yeah. a hot mess when it came to giving honor?" Right. Uh, well, for me, okay. So, I've never really shared my story with anybody. Go ahead. Um, and I'm not, it's not like, I'm not going to share my story because it's not about, it's not about my story. It's not about my testimony. Obviously the Lord is doing a work in me and he's, Mm -hmm. he did a work in me and he's continuing to do a work in me. Um, but long story short for all the ones that are listening. And I don't even know if you know this either. I know I'm excited. When back in 2016, I was, let's, let's just put it, let's just put it like this. I was involved with the wrong group of people Mm -hmm. coming from the resentment of my like resentment of the black sheep status that I had. So I chose to be dishonorable, which ultimately, check this out, led me into a a dark path, which ultimately on November 24th, two days before Thanksgiving, 2016, I ended up having people put me at gunpoint, three guns. I got zip tied to a chair. I still have my, I still have zip ties. I don't mean to, I don't mean to go this deep, right? No, no, it's fine. I have zip tie scars right here. And I was stuck in a chair for an hour and a half in an abandoned house. No way. And I got set up by my best friends. 
Yeah. By the crew that you were hanging out by with? By the crew that I was hanging out with. Wow. So I was living a dishonorable life. Um, and I was, I, I, honestly, guys, I was depressed for like almost like a year and a half. I was depressed for a year and a half. It was really tough. I, I remember like the first first three days I lost 15 pounds because I didn't eat a single meal. Oh wow. Um, so, so, so we're talking about that pivotal moment, right? Um, honor is seeing something that you see great value in. Right? Again, and, and if I could just say like, yeah. you, you come from a context of like, you were the black sheep of your old church. Right. So then honor is the last thing people are going to get from me. Right. Yeah. Right? It's the last thing they're going to get from me. And I, I chose it that way. I made that decision. And, and you're holding it from people. You're saying you're never going to get this from right. me. Um, and I think that's might be the place where most people find themselves in it with the conversation around honor is like, mm-hmm. what do you mean? It's like the same thing that w- when, when Jesus says you have to love your enemies. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah, Brett. Right. Right. You know? Right. So walk us through that. Your first encounter with, with, or like that transitional moment for honor for you. Yeah. So it, I, I don't want to say, honestly, for that aspect, honor was a byproduct because I'll share with you what the real catalyst was. Mm-mm. It was God's love for me. So, when I started coming to Abundant, I moved here. Um, I moved here and I came to church and man, I just started feeling his His Holy Spirit do a work in me, man. He was just working in me and working me. I would go home crying, weeping. And there was a point in time where I just ultimately found love for myself because mm. I came to accept the fact that he loved me first. Yeah. You know? And when you talk about, when you talk about, honor as in the definition of having great value for something. Yes, I'm, I, I love that you're going here. Right, Go. Having great value for something. I had great value for God's love, which means that... But Andrew, the Lord had a great value for, for you. you. Yeah, for me as well. Right? You, know, you know what? This is making me... I'm, I mean, I'm just going to go there. The Lord honored you. Again, he said, I assign great value on him. I'm going re- to... Does that make sense? Mm. You have great value yep. in the for the Lord in, in the Lord, yeah. in the Lord's eyes, before you were an honorable person. Come mm. on. Amen. Again, the Bible says, I mean, I'm just gonna go down. I don't want to go on a rabbit hole, but basically, sometimes people are not honorable yeah. before they should be show, showed honor. Does that make sense? Right. right. And at that moment, like you said, I didn't I, I didn't live an honorable life. Right. I wasn't somebody who would deserve honor. Right. Mm. Yeah, and Yet, I felt that way. You felt the love of the Lord say, Yeah, you have value. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, with that, honoring other people became a byproduct of that. Mm. Honor for itself became a byproduct because I truly believe that you can't have honor without love. Yeah. And you can't love without honor. Right. Mm. Right? So like for me, yes. I love Hold you. On, can and you just I, park right there? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. That's incredible. It comes from a from a general from a generosity standpoint. It's like from the excess of your love that you honor people. Yeah. Right? And then you really cannot honor somebody truly if you don't first love them. Yeah. Wow. And you know, it's like, like that's the beautiful part about it is that like when we th- when we talk about love, like people think that I need to really know you, like know you, know you to love you. When in yeah. reality, I don't need to. Again, the Bible. Um, well, not the Bible. This book. There's this book called Pursuit of Pursuit of God, I believe, okay. and um, it talks about loving your neighbor or talk about forgiveness. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Andrew just said something that you cannot love somebody, you cannot honor somebody if you don't love them. Well, if you're thinking that love in this context means like I just love everything about you and I agree with everything that you do. And it's not love. I, no. th- again, that's yep. not love. Love means in that in the definition that um, 
A.W. Tozer gives it is that you just wish good for that person. Right. Mm, so when great. Jesus is saying, love your neighbor, love your enemies, all that, it doesn't mean that you have to like, like want to hang out with them all the time. Right. It just means right. like you want good for them. Right. So it is possible to love everyone. And I believe it is impossible to give somebody honor if you don't want good for them. If you don't mm. have the, right. their best interest in mind. At least right. to say like, you know, man, I, I really hope it goes well for you. You know, right. that's 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 actually saying I love you. Therefore, I honor you. Right. And uh, so that, that, that just made me think about that because mo- I, I remember having a really hard time with that, bro. Yeah. <laughs> for me, it, I mean, again, in my context, growing up in, in rooms where I was the youngest person, you had to impress me to get my honor. You had to show me that you really knew more about me, more than me, like knowledge of more things about music, whatever I was doing at that time, to, for me to honor you, or you had to agree with me. Wow. Mm. For me to honor you. And I think that was one of the biggest like renewals of mind that happened to me because um, I think I think we have leaders, not, not I think, I believe we have leaders who have lived a life of honor. I'm going to give a shout out to the right. big C. Oh, of I'm going to give a shout yes. out to Pastor Jerry, Pastor Amen. Shannon, Pastor Rochelle who passed away, which by the way, Pastor Rochelle, it was, she honored me before I was somebody who was honorable. Wow. Um, and, and I really never tell the story, but Pastor Rochelle really um, would have conversations with staff before I even met her and say like, there, there's something in that guy. You keep him around. That boy can't even speak English, but you keep him around. And, yeah. And again, she plays Valley on me. Um, and then I really never got to have a really sit down conversation with her. But I'm living in the days uh, that I'm living. But because I believe she chose to, again, honor me first wow. before so I showed myself honorable. So again, we, we come from a lineage legacy of we're carrying these this beautiful legacy of like living an honorable life. Right. Yeah. So again, we just talked about, I, I kind of want to give that handle a little bit like Cruz. Cruz, I know, hope you're proud of me. Um, we got handles today, Pastor <laughs> we got Cruz. Handles. We got um, handles. But I, I believe, and again, if you're if you're a part of culture, if you're gonna live, if you're gonna honor people, again, we're talking about honor as to something that you give yeah. with people who are generous with our honor. You must first love people, and you again, loving doesn't mean I love every part of you. Right. It right. means I want good for you. That's Therefore, great. Therefore, I honor you. Right. Then, secondly, I feel like we could chat about what an honorable life looks like for a young adult. And I don't mean in the, in the context of like, um, like, I guess we can talk about like Andrew, like hanging out with your, with the wrong people and not necessarily in that way. But again, we have young adults here who are starting and who have startup jobs. Maybe you're somebody's assistant. Yeah. Maybe you're somebody's like, uh, admin, maybe you're somebody's and you're in a way trying to climb up, trying to build yourself up in, in your world, et cetera. And I think honor is still a conversation around those like context that is, is, is again, if you were like me, if you're listening to this, if you were like me, um, you're probably not showing honor to the people around you unless they agree with you, Mm. unless, um, you love everything about them Mm. or unless, (laughs) unless you fear them. Right. Right. So, um, let's talk about ways right now, if we can, let's talk about ways that you believe or that we see prime culture um, giving honor in the smalls. Let's talk about that right now. Can I just add something? Like hearing you speak, you know, it it brings up a big point that, and 
yes, it is important to love others, right? But I think you were only able, and I mean, of course, it's your story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can speak on it. But I feel like you were only able to love others because then you became to love yourself. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because for sure. cast, you know, stones were being casted upon you that you weren't meeting this expectation. But it wasn't until, you know, you probably became comfortable with who he was becoming mm-hmm. right. and meeting his own expectations as opposed to his parents. And oh. now he accepted himself. Like for me, I wanted to find so much validation in my parents. You know, like in the in our culture, in our it's culture. like you just want to make mom and dad proud because there's so many sacrifices, which I understand, right? But then there comes Oof, that honor. That makes me want to go somewhere else. Like I know I might, I might. No, no, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. Yeah. But like for me, recently I had a conversation with my dad. Okay, so just to like um, get get personal, like I recently quit teaching, right? Mm-hmm. And so when I quit teaching, my parents looked at me like, what are you doing? My dad looked at me like, where did I go wrong with you? <laughs> and it was a yeah. lot of pressure. I will never so, forget. That's a big way, girl. That's, yeah. April 6th was the day I turned in my resignation letter. Guys, I was so happy. Like over the moon. Like yeah. I know I'm doing the right thing. Like obviously this is something that I prayed about. Um, I had pastoral care. You know, there was wisdom spoken into the decision yeah. that I was making. Of course. Um, but my family, you know, they're Catholic. We grew up Catholic. So for me to make this transition was really big. And so I'll never forget when I went home and I told my parents, like, I turned in my resignation letter. My dad, like, I've never seen him so broken hearted wow. before. And that hurt me so yeah, I could only imagine. Much. Like, Yeesh. pain. <laughs> so yeah. I remember I went home and I prayed so much. And in that moment, like, I heard the Holy Spirit that tell me like it's not what I'm what I'm calling you to do is not for everyone to understand. Yeah. Including yourself. Yeah. Right. And so later on, you know, with time progressed, this opportunity came up that my dad was like, you, you, you got to do it. Let's go. And I told my dad, I was like, I, I hear you. I take your advice. I respect you. I said, but my life is submitted to God. Yeah. Like as my dad, I love you. Right. But. Whatever God says, that's what I'm going to go through. Yeah. Mm. And so now it wasn't now me trying to seek the validation or seek trying to make my parents proud. Now it's like, no, I, I know who I'm living for yeah, yeah, yeah. and what I'm living for. But it wasn't only until that moment to be able to know like I love myself yeah, and yeah. I value my relationship with God. Right. Yeah, you're honoring the Lord first. Right. Yeah, that's what you're doing. But for young adults now, it's this… It's like you're stuck between this place mm-hmm. of like, well, how do I honor my parents? Or because I mean, maybe some young adults still live with their parents, right? Yeah, or mm-hmm. still paying for their bills, right? And it's like, well, I want to do these things. Or, you know, like for me, I grew up Catholic. So when I when I started coming over here, it was like… Yeah, like it's the, okay. same, the same thing that happened with my parents, for example. It's like they, they, they were Catholic, Jehovah right. Witness and other Christians. So it's like… You're giving this up for that that we don't agree with, so it's a very it's a very difficult thing to do. Um, I'll say this: the Bible does call us to honor our mom and our dad, right. absolutely. You know, but but we're we're accountable to the Lord first, right? And I think we grew up in, in we we grow up in context where, um, like our parents are doing the best that they can, yeah. and they're doing they're doing what they know, right? And I think there's a way to still honor your parents. Again, it's going to depend on your context. It's going to depend. Right. For example, you, I mean, I don't know if I can speak on that, but you live with your parents still right now. Oh, no, no, no. No? No. Okay. I'm like, no. <laughs> They're neighbors. <laughs> We're neighbors. <laughs> exactly. So you see, you see why I'm saying that yeah. that context is so important? Right. right. Because 
again, you're making a you're making a big girl decision, right? With big girl plans, yeah, and not just like dreams that are in the air, yeah. Right. So you're you're a, you're a woman that is worth again an honorable an honorable woman oh. who makes decisions based on who she's honoring, which is the Lord, right? Right. right. So again, you, there's still a way to honor your parents in your context, yeah. which I'm sure you did, right? Like mom and dad, I love you. Thank you for everything you've done yeah. for me. Right. Every single sacrifice that you made for me, it is not going into the trash because it's not. Does that yes. make sense? Right. I'm going to live a life that you're going to be proud of, but it's not in this context, etc. Right. But I think there's still a way to honor your parents. Again, yeah. it doesn't mean that when your parents disagree with the call of God in your life, that you need to just turn your back. Right. Yes. Disrespect them. Can yeah. we just talk get about that? Upset, can, get upset, get flustered. No, I was going to say this. I was I, I literally feel the same way. Fun fact for you guys, throughout my whole little trial phase of just trying to figure out who I was, I actually didn't get closer with my parents until after the fact. Mm. Right? Yeah. It wasn't until all that stuff happened where now, fast forward to today, number one, I do believe that there's maturity that kind of happens. Right. Of course. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but even then, when I was younger, like I was just a hot mess express, like for real. I was just like, I was a hot mess express. I would, I would get so <laughs> mad at my mom for things that she didn't agree with me on. Like, oh man, I can only see my way. Like, there's only my way because I think I know different. Oh uh. my gosh. Oh, the society's changing. Technology's changing. You just don't know what you're talking about, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. and and can I just speak into the young adults here for for maybe you guys are you know younger, like you know eighteen, nineteen. If you're in the hot mess express, if you're in the hot mess express, that is the first time like, I hear that. <laughs> I'm using that a lot. <laughs> if you guys were like me, um, just know this is that when it comes to like a, a, a parent-son or a parent-daughter relationship, right? Like your parents want the best for you, yeah. right. you know? Right. Um, and it wasn't until going back to what you said, until I've found the love for myself where I also got to really show real love for my parents. Come on. Not from a transactional value, but from a place of like, man, like mom, dad, I'm just so grateful for you. Yeah. 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 And when that happens, grace also shows up. Right. So grace for me in terms of my parents was also like, hey, mom, like when my mom and I weren't seeing eye to eye, we still we still to this day. Right. Yeah, we same. don't see eye to eye. Same right. thing for you. Same thing for you. Right. But at least we get the opportunity to actually have an open conversation now. Yes. Correct. You know, and it's a conversation that's civil. It's a conversation of, hey, mom, like I love you, but I just want you to share with you my point of view. Right. You know, and in that now fast forward to today, like our conversations take us to places that have never taken us before. Yeah. We're closer than we've ever been before. Me and my dad are closer than we've ever been before. And That's beautiful. Yeah, you know. Your parents will respond differently when they know they're being honored. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So like if your parents feel honored, they feel respected, your conversations are going to go way, way, way easier. They're going to be, <laughs> they're going to have resolution. Yeah. yeah. And again, um, that's just like, but I, I don't think you walk through that un again until post, you said. Right. Until <laughs> until the hot, mess, the hot express. mess express is over. See, I was the same way. Once I started, you know, coming to church, I was like, oh, I should just move. Like, forget my family. Like, they're never going to understand. I thought moving out was going to be, was going to solve all yeah, my problems. Yeah, like running away. Okay, but let me put a pin there because we're talking about scenarios right now where maybe you as a young adult want something for your future and then your parents want something for you, right? Let's right. talk about it. Let's be very clear about this. Pastor Cruz would say this. Let's make it very plain and clear. Don't play no games. Here we go. If you're at home, living at home, and you want to make a decision that affects your future, but you don't have a plan to sustain yourself, you don't have a plan to move out of your parents' home, 
Honoring your parents means you submit to what they say. Right. right. I said it. 100%. I said it. If you're a big girl, if, a big boy, big girl like Sarah, and you're like, I pay my bills. I have a way of getting, I have a way of standing on my feet. Right. And this is where I believe the Lord's leading me. Then go ahead with counsel, with yeah. prayer, with the right people speaking into your life, make that decision. But again, um, let's make no mistake. Honoring your parents means if you're under the roof, 100%. it's their rules. Right. Baby yep. girl, baby boy. Yep. Say that. That's what it is. And and again, that took me a long time too. <laughs> <laughs> Hot mess express. <laughs> Hot mess express. And and again, that it's part of young adult life. But yeah. I think sometimes again, when we're in developing years and for in years of formation, we 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 have glimpses of where we believe the Lord is calling us, yet we can still be dishonoring mm. or dishonorable. I would say I want, I'm going to say dishonoring to our parents right. while we're trying to navigate that. Yeah. For example, I want to touch on one point that I learned a long time ago and I learned from a worship leader. Her name is Brooke Lidgerwood. If you know her, she sings all the great songs in Christian world. Google it. Google it. But um, one of the things that I learned from her was this. Don't lead beyond your trust level. I'm going to explain mm. it in, in, a, in a context in which you would understand. I'm going to go to a church service with me, right? Let's say Sarah is like a worship leader. I, I by the way, I talk, I make so many analogies in worship. I'm sorry. But um, let's say Sarah's a worship leader. It's getting her, she's getting her first shot on yep. Sunday morning. And Sarah believes that the Lord's given her a call to lead worship. And she's felt it since she was a little girl. And she's everything, every decision she's ever made is with this in mind. Like one day I'm going to get to lead thousands of people or hundreds of people or tens of, or dozens of people, right? And um, let's say Sarah is now in front of all these people. Sarah could easily, driven by her by her passion, her her purpose and her emotions to go after God, can still choose to dishonor the trust that she's been given by stepping out of that trust. So here's what I mean. Mm. What if Sarah was like, y'all, it's my song. I'm about, I'm about to lead. I don't know what's your favorite song. Let's say you're going to lead Oceans, girl, because you can sing, sing. <laughs> Oceans? You're going to lead Oceans, right? And you say, all right, you, in the middle of the song, you stop the song, you're like, all right, I just want to take a moment and pray for anybody here who needs healing in their right. body, et cetera. And now Sarah's, Sarah just took over the whole service. Mm -hmm. And now Sarah, even though she has a big, a big call in her life and she's someone who believes the Lord is working through her, she is, she, she, overstepped that trust wow. level. And I think, again, you basically dishonored the fact, what was your, let's, let's define it. What was your trust level? It was to lead that one song, girl. Right. Right. And again, sometimes Sheesh. when you're a young adult in any area of your life, you might choose to go beyond your trust level with your parents, mm. to go be, beyond your trust level with your boss. Right. Does that make sense to go beyond? And again, if we're choosing honor, that means that you will, that in my opinion, you will, you will go and you will do within that that trust level. Right. Have you ever have you ever yep. been in a situation where you're free to like for example, let's talk about right now. We're doing this podcast right now. Right. We are doing this podcast right now. Right. Something that Pastor Cruz and Diana have pioneered for three years now, I think. Right. I'm hopefully I'm not wrong. Yeah, shout out Pastor Cruz, shout out Pastor Diana. Shout out, yes. right? Shout out Pastor we, Mark as well. All of all, mm -hmm. all three of us right now could still lead beyond our trust level. Right. Right. And what was again, what was the assignment? What was the what Talk were the about. boundaries that people established around you? Honor that. Yep. Right. And to me, that's a practical thing to say. I would just tell any young adult listening to this, don't lead beyond your trust level. That's good. That's so good. Pastor. Don't lead beyond your trust level. Don't go too far. As you get as you mature, as we all mature, right. we then the Lord trusts us with more. 
Right. And again, when and then and you can take that same kind of like f- idea and picture and put it in your walk with Jesus. Yeah. Mm. Like how many times have we done that to the Lord where he says, okay, I'm going to let you see a little more of where I'm taking you. Right. And you're like, <laughs> I can think of so many scenarios. <laughs> and you could be like, I just felt from God that I'm supposed to, I'm supposed <laughs> to marry you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Let's say you just got out of a horrible relationship. Those are scary, bro. And then you just, the Lord restored you. And you're like, man, girl, there's, or boy, there's a, there's a marriage in your future. And you take that and you take it hundred percent beyond that. And I I don't know about you, but that, that's been a struggle for me still to this day. Yeah. If I want to live a, a life of honor is I need to lead. I need to ask where those boundaries are. Yeah. I need to not overstep them and I need to, to, to so, stay there. So would you also say that honor, in terms of honor, being submitted yes. Talk oh, about 100%. it is also Talk about it. just as important? I, I keep going. I, I wouldn't <laughs> no, say it's just as important. I, okay, go. Go finish your thought. No, that, that was my question. Oh, okay, I okay. had a question that I wanted to see. Yes, um, it's, it's, yeah. it's important. It's important. I think you can be submitted to somebody you don't agree with. Right. And I think you can be submitted to somebody that you don't necessarily get eye to eye with all the time. You can honor them. And the best way to honor somebody that you don't agree with, but over you, is to submit to them. Right. Oh, You know what I mean? That's yeah. spicy. <laughs> That's spicy. I mean, I can think of so many scenarios in my own life Same. where… Like I definitely did not agree with a with something that happened, a decision that was being made. And the best way for me to show honor in that scenario was to submit. Wow. And sometimes you could be a on you could be a, a person that sounds like you love honor. Like for example, have you ever met a person that's like like every time they're with you, they talk you up? They're like, Man, you're incredible, Andrew. Just love everything that you do, your ministry. Yep. Thank you so much, whatever. And then when you make a decision, they they maybe don't won't come around it, etc. Wow. Right? Yeah. I think as a parent, like <laughs> they caught the Holy Ghost. And again, I want to talk about I want to talk because this is a beautiful this is a beautiful picture of, for example, Sarah's backstory, how she grew up, mm-hmm. even yours. Mm-hmm. We talked about the way that we grew up, the context we grew up in. A way to show honor to your parents was with good grades, right? Was with don't be a mess at the store, That's right? right. And I think I think that's a healthy way. Again, I'm gonna, I'm not I'm gonna, I'm not going to say healthy. I'm going to say that's a good outcome to want of an honorable life. And I think maybe it's an unhealthy way to go about it. Mm. Does that make sense? The truth is, is that if I live in a in a household or in a family where I honor my parents, my grades got to be up, yo. Yeah. Right. Like if if your if your dad's paying for UTEP, say that. Like, come on. That's great. Does that make sense? Yeah, one hundred percent. Again, but again, what we're what we're talking about, we come from from environments where honor had to be, um, you were you gave honor to your family because of the fear, yeah, right. that you had of failing. That's unhealthy, right? Like I my I shouldn't be not a part of my family because I failed my grades, or I shouldn't feel like excluded and completely isolated because I failed school, right. or because whatever because I chose not to teach anymore. Right. Now all of a sudden that's unhealthy. But what right. I'm saying is the outcome that some that most of our parents want is I want you to live a life that values the family name. Right. That values the family values. That values the sacrifices I've made. Yeah. Like guys, oh my, I'm gonna start crying if I talk on the, about this. I'll talk about it in a little bit. But that's what our parents want from us. Right. So 
you were saying in my career, you were saying like our parents want that what they what they want is not necessarily anything that's wrong. Maybe they're going about it the wrong way. The wrong yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah. Living an honorable life means yes, get good grades in school if your dad, right. if, if, you know, please don't be a mess like at, <laughs> at the store or whatever. And again, if you live at home, honor your your your, your mom and your dad the right way. Right. So, um, to go into that into that thing about sacrifices, I'll just tell this story because I literally think about this all the time. My father, um, my father and I lived in Mexico. Of course, I, I said that like five times already. So my my dad and I lived in Mexico before I, I lived in the United States, y'all. I was in the youth ministry here at church, and I would cross the bridge every Tuesday. And then I would come and practice at seven. And my dad had nothing to do at that time. So he'd come and then my dad would like read his book. He would have one hour to read books and one hour. This parking lot that's right in front of our church, my, my dad would do like laps around. For real? For two wow. hours. And y'all, like I, um, I wasn't, um, I, w- I didn't make the worship team until a year after I showed up to rehearsals. So for a whole year, my dad made that sacrifice for me. He came again. He would leave work early. My dad's a business wow. owner. He's got a lot of people's jobs in, in his hands, right? He would cross the bridge with me. We'd go to like McDonald's or something, you know? And then we'd go from seven to nine for 365 of our 365, not 352 weeks. So 52 times my dad did that. Wow. Um, and I wouldn't, I would not be the worship pastor of this church if my dad hadn't done that. Wow. Right? right. And again, my dad is a beautiful, incredible human being. And I want to honor that. Yeah, I want to honor yeah. his sacrifice. I want to honor the <laughs> the cost. Yeah. Can we just talk about that? The cost. Your parents want you to honor what has cost them years to obtain. Literally. Again, like your dad, when your dad was like maybe a little bit disappointed at your decision, it wasn't because he maybe, of course he doesn't know where you're going, but the truth is that he's thinking of like, oh my gosh, this cost me everything. Yeah. <laughs> right? And again, sometimes our parents they want the outcomes, right? But maybe the way they're getting there is all they know and that's okay. Yeah. But you right. can, again, you can still honor your mom and your dad. But again, if we're going to be young adults, if we're going to be prime culture who live lives of honor and extend honor, you value people's sacrifice. Right. You yes. value yeah. what it costs, yes. which means you're not entitled. Right. Say that. Which means you don't believe that what you got is what you deserve. Yep. Right. 100%. And I think it starts there. Andrew, you talked about your story with the Lord. You said, I didn't, I didn't honor the Lord until I knew what his, I had to be first loved. Right. Right. And let's talk about Jesus for a while. That love caused something. Yeah. Like Jesus died on a cross so that you could yeah. be loved. Amen. When you were, when you were sitting on a, on a chair tied with those zip ties and literally asking the Lord, like, what do I do in my life? What am I doing? No. Yeah. Somebody paid for that so that you could be right reconciled to the father that way. So again, if we're going to live lives of honor, all that has to be into consideration. 100%. Again, the sacrifice, all of that. Mm. And find the value in that. Yes. You know, I know a lot of, like when I was in college, there was a lot of other students that, you know, they had full financial aid. Oof. And it was like, they were going out and buying brand new cars. And then two years later, you're out. So for me, when I graduated from high school, I remember being so upset with them. I had no plans to go to college. I was like, I'm just gonna. Not me. I had well, no plans. Ends up with a master. Let's go. <laughs> well, because I saw in my family, like my parents, 
you know, their highest degree was high school diploma. My parents have a stable life. They've worked very, very yeah. hard sacrifices that they made. And so for me, I thought like, well, if my parents made it, like I can make it too, you know? And then my last week of high school, my principal brought me in and he's like, look, if you don't apply to any colleges, like you're not walking. And I was like, what? So I applied and then, okay, then I see all my friends going to college. I'm like, all right. I start working at JCPenney and I'm like, oh, this is not it. Like there's no way. Dang. So I started going to college and I was upset because all my friends were going to UTEP and I was only one that was going to EPCC, which is the best place to start. Shout out. EPCC. <laughs> I don't know why we're doing that, but Just shout kidding. out EPCC. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember having the conversation with my yeah. mom, like… God forgive me, but I remember being so upset with my mom and my dad. Like, what kind of parents are you that there's no college fund? Like, I should be going to a university. And my mom sat with me and she's like, if you want to go to UTEP, you need to work your way yeah. at EPCC. Show me yeah. that you want this. Yeah. And so I went to EPCC. I was so upset. But I found the value because I saw my mom… Find the value. I saw my mom That's selling great. her vacations… That's good. …to That's pay so for me to go to college. I didn't drive. She would take me. Yeah. You know? So I found that value and those sacrifices. When I got to UTEP, finally I got a scholarship because I got a 4.0 GPA. I was like, no. Like there's sacrifices being made into this. Like yeah. I owe this to my parents. It's a responsibility. Yeah. It's a responsibility. Right. But they're… There becomes so much entitlement. I was like, what yes. kind of parents are you? Right? Yeah. And now when I went to UTEP, I would cry so much. Being like, thank you God that my parents did the best that they could. Because if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't be here. Exactly. Yeah. But there's exactly. so much self-entitlement self that people want. Yeah. And that needs to be a thing, y'all. Like find the value. Find the, find the value, value and right. look back and yeah. remember. Remember. Go back and remember, Sarah. Good Lord. You know? That's so good. And mm. you know, ask questions because I think sometimes you we probably might not even know the full story yeah, of what our parents had to go through, of what facts. our grandparents had to facts. go through. We get so stuck in our own little bubble of me, 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 yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, again. Yeah. And it's like, no, like we have to, we owe that honor right. to the people before us. Yeah. Like that's something I carry so much. Like I owe it to the people that come before me and the people that are to come. Yes. Yeah. Like the life I that love I that. live. I love that. The decisions and the choices that I make are a reflection of the people before me and the people that are to come. Yeah. We, we honor the people who have paved the way for us. Yeah. Say that. To be here. I, I love this because um, I actually didn't know like my, my family's life story actually just up until like maybe like a couple months ago when we were on a cruise when my wife Courtney and I went on a cruise with my parents. Dude, so check this out. You're talking about all roads, right? So like yeah. for me, I, I, I came back from the cruise so grateful and so honored to be a part of my family um, because of what I learned on the cruise. So check this out. Back then, my great-grandfather was actually mad wealthy. Mad wealthy. Um, I'm not gonna talk about. I'm not gonna say anything else. But like, racks on like racks. he had gold on gold, bro. <laughs> okay, gold grandpa. all in my ring, gold all in my chain. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Okay, hold on, time out. Um, so like, so check this out. He had five wives, but we're not gonna get into that, anyways. Okay, so <laughs> I know. How are we not? I know. We it's, stand it's, 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 it was in China. It was in China. Okay, so like, obviously they see things a little differently. Yeah, but yeah. check this out. So when when they actually had like. The war, I forgot when it was, but it was it was like a civil war uh, a couple decades ago. My grandfather, my dad would not be here 
if my grandfather didn't literally liquidate all of his so like the japanese army came in and this was like before world war ii mm-hmm. right the japanese army came in and took all of their gold bars all of the fortune that my family had in exchange for my parents safety wow if they didn't give it to them they would kill them and put them in a they would either kill them or put them in a slave camps but because my grandfather had, my great grandfather had money, he literally paid for my parents' safety. So now, fast forward to after, after, uh, after China got liberated, right? Um, my dad started working, and my he met my mom, and my dad was a mechanical engineer, and he still is, right? Thank God for two years of two more years before retirement. Oh my <laughs> gosh! But literally, my, so with that, my dad would only see my mom. Literally, this has been the case for the past like 20, like almost 30 years. My dad would only see my mom for like 30 days out of the year. Wow. For how many years you said? For 30 years. 30. Wow. Before they moved to the, before they moved to Vancouver, right? Oh my God. When they were still, when actually no longer than that. Cause my dad was a university student at the time. Yeah. And wow. he took an apprenticeship on a boat. So I didn't learn all of this until just recently, but it made me so grateful. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. And I believe that when, it made, it made me so grateful for the sacrifice that my parents gave me because I, I truly believe that when you can see that all roads lead to where you currently are right now. Come on. You yeah. can, and, 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 and you have that gratitude stirring in yes. you. And you have just that man like, God, I'm so grateful for the sacrifice that my parents yes. made. I'm so grateful for even just from, from a church context. I'm so grateful for the time that my parents that my pastors are spending with me to speak life into me. I'm so grateful for the community. When you have that gratitude instilled in you, honor almost kind of for me becomes like an easy thing. Oh, 100%. Right? Like, and and that's why I'm just going to speak to young adults, okay? Since we're talking about prime culture, since we're talking about young adults, okay? I'm not a pastor, okay? He pastor, will soon. yeah, Pastor yeah. Felipe, I, yeah, believing in Jesus' yeah. name, right? But like, like we got Pastor Felipe, Pastor Diana, Pastor Cruz. To all of my young adults, like, I just want to say this. I'm just gonna make a plea for for all of our young adults here. Okay, honor them as much as you possibly can. Yes, honor them as much as you possibly can, because the things that they've had to do leading up to them being pastors to the point where now you get the opportunity to have your life spoken into right. all roads led here, Yep. Yeah, you yeah. know? And, you know, I love, I love pastor Cruz's example and even your example of how you guys see the big C, yeah. right? There's never been a time. There's never been a time where I've seen you or pastor Cruz or pastor Diana, or even any of our pastoral staff for a matter of fact, call pastor Charles, just Charles. Yeah. No, never. Never. That's the big, big C no. money, the Charles Demon. Yeah. So even for our young adults, right? Like, give honor to our pastors. Yeah. You right. know, in a public in a public space, privately. Okay. And if you guys are friends, okay, maybe a little different, yeah. right? But in a public space, honor your pastors by calling them pastors. Yeah. You know, and that's just all I wanted to say. But honor them regard. more with your actions. And honor, yes. Oof. Yes. I'm not gonna say go into that. that, but it makes me think of something. You just said something. You said this phrase. I am so honored. Hmm. And I feel like, again, to me, that phrase, that that kind of like feeling, that disposition that you have comes from a place of, again, looking back and finding right. finding the, the valley. In your case, finding the gold. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and like, and so saying, I was actually giving the gold. <laughs> <laughs> but again, to me, yeah. to me, that's that's a phrase 
I that's that's a saying that I believe with my whole heart. I I pray that the culture that we're stirring, that the culture that we're stewarding here in El Paso, Texas, would we would be one that is not entitled. Right. That we didn't get here just because we're cool. We didn't get right. here because, like, y'all, y'all, you should be grateful that I'm here. You know, does that make sense? Yeah. But it's one that says, I'm so honored yeah. that I, I not only get to stand on, like, Pastor Cruz and Dana's shoulders, but I also get to stand on Pastor Charles' Charles shoulders. shoulders. Yeah. Pastor Rochelle's legacy. Pastor Rochelle's legacy. And again, our prayer would be that our disposition as a culture would be um, to not be one that is entitled to where we are. Right. Or even entitled to your future. Ooh. Oof. Does that make sense? Come on. Like not being entitled to what well, we believe we are own, but again, doing the hard thing, staying committed, honoring, and and again, to me, living a life of honor starts with starts with submission. Mm-hmm. But I, I want to give the handles because we've talked through so many things. Yeah. We must we must love to honor, right? Mm. We said that, and then we said we must find the value yeah. to honor. We must remember. To honor, to be people of honor. We I must, love this. We must. Oh, there's always more to the story. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, we're using we're using like a little tagline through through this Easter campaign in church, and and there's this thing about there's more to the story. And somehow, if let's just bring it back to Jesus, like, have you ever have you ever like actually walked through like maybe like going a deep dive or just really try to focus on what Jesus went through from the moment he entered Jerusalem all the way to the day he was crucified. Like if you walk through all of that, all of a sudden you feel honored that mm-hmm. he would that he would give his life for you. Right. So I mm-hmm. love that that practical handle of like saying like, hey, yo, maybe right now you're having a conversation with your parents and it's not going well. You're you're really butting heads with your parents. You're butting heads with your with your spouse. Yeah, you're butting heads with your sibling, whoever you're butting heads with. There's there's a there's an opportunity to to show honor. And it can start by finding the value. That's great. And looking back, I want to I want to end the podcast. Well, we're not ending yet, but I want to talk about, um, like again, what I said earlier, um, before Sarah took us into this deep dive, which I love. Thank I love, you, Sarah. Yeah, Thank you. That's dope. Um, and again, we're talking about being generous with our honor. We just talked about. We covered right. that being being somebody who's generous with our with our honor. Let's talk about being honorable people. Or people mm. again, I feel right now. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna throw a bomb on the table. You ready? So I feel like there's a lot of a lot of us. This was myself, who I believe I was. I was do a lot of honor without building any sort of like report. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, yeah. let's say if I were like an unhealthy person personality, I would show up to this room right now and I'd be like, y'all. I would be expecting honor from you. Expect the honor from you. Mm. Like, does that make sense? Like, oh, yeah. it's your it's it's your second podcast, Sarah. I've done this more than you. Does that make sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's a disposition that sometimes us as young adults, again, who live in the twenty first twenty first century, where uh, we have Instagrams and we have more followers sometimes than real friends. The clout. The clout is literally so massive right. that the basically the virtual world can make us feel like we're do honor when reality we're not do any. Ooh. Does that make sense? Yeah. So like, how do we talk about it? Let's talk about it for a little bit. Um, how do we, sorry, my cable is like, I'm tangling my cable. So here's the handle for that. Don't let your clout cloud you. Oh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. That's, that's not a, the handle. That's not the handle. That's a, that's a cruise. That's a cruise thing. That was pretty dope. Look at that. 
Um, no, but for real, like for real, I feel again, we're talking about entitlement. So to me, now that I'm really thinking about it, like you, you, it's going to be really hard for you to live an honorable life and give honor if you're an entitled person. Mm. Cause you believe you're owed, right? You either you're owed, nobody expecting your honor. Like I'm, I don't expect me to do anything like that for you. Or I got here with my own, with my own two hands, with my own work. Or you're going to be the person that says like, I'm the biggest deal that's in the room right now. And to me, that's one of the biggest, um, one of the biggest like tension points when it comes to young adults and being honorable people. So in your own personal walks, let's talk about just like a few scenarios if we can. Sarah, go ahead, talk about it. By the way, let me help you with your mic. There you go. There you go. Sarah's podcasting from the floor, y'all. I know. It's just like this. Hey guys, hey, how's it going? She's she's lowering lowering herself so that the Lord can. I'm myself, preaching myself. But she's about to go into prayer. Go ahead, say what you're gonna say. I'm sorry. What was the question again? Sorry. Well, the question that I was saying is, what do you think are the what what where do you think we see the most of those scenarios, or where do you see the most like tension around? Um, being honorable people, like pursuing to actually being an honorable people. Tim Ross says some people, again, your parents, they need to be honored. The Bible commands it, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Sometimes your parents are not honorable. Does that make sense? Yeah. I'm gonna go on a little tangent and come back. Sometimes you might be you you might have been abused. You might have been right. dealt with horribly in a way that that person did not show themselves honorable, right? right. Mm. So I feel again. I don't want to go in that in the in that direction. But the reason why I want to say this is bringing context to being honorable. So, in if we're gonna be young adults who are honorable, what should we, we what should we be doing? I'm gonna start by saying like what Sarah said. The word of God has to be number one priority in our lives. Hundred percent. Right. Number one priority is like if, if if we're gonna honor anything, <laughs> if you're gonna honor anything, you need to honor the Lord and honor His word. Right. Honor what it says. And again. Andrew was saying like, honor your pastors, call call them pastors. Let me tell you, the Lord doesn't care that you honor him with your words. He wants you to honor him with your actions. actions. Come on. Right. Yeah. Any other, any other things that you think could show us to how to live honorable lives? And so another thing that I want to say too is, you know, like you brought up a good point, like about social media, you know, now it's a different platform. It's a lot of exposure. Mm-hmm. And I want to go back to honoring yourself. Oh, oh come hey, on, Sarah. You need to find, and this is for the ladies, okay? Because I'm a girl. Like, find value in yourself. I got the guys right now. You let me do that. Yeah. <laughs> find value in yourself that you don't need to be exposing wow. provocative the, pictures like that to get attention. But then that goes back to, that goes back to value. Well, that's right. what I'm saying. When you know... Like when you know the true value in yourself, oh. like this way you need to get in a circle. Shameless plug into circles. Get in a circle. Get in a circle. Go to our Instagram and you can find our link to get yeah. into a circle. But like recently with, you know, because when we have our circles, our circles are based on the podcast. Right. So our recent- Oh, are they? One, I had no idea. Yeah. yeah. Come oh, on, Pastor go. Felipe. Come on, Pastor. <laughs> Just kidding. I knew that. <laughs> but we had our last circle and it was on godly integrity and being able to be in a room where you can be open honest and transparent and to be able to know what godly integrity looks like Mm -hmm. i mean it was quiet in the room yeah (laughs) it was quiet 
But at the end, so many girls were like, thank you so much for having this conversation. Because it's true. When you know your value that I'm the daughter of a king, I don't need to be doing actions like this. Yes, honor yourself. I don't need to be sliding into DMs. Or I don't need to be answering phone calls at this time. No, you don't. There's value in you. Right. Like, I literally said this in my last circle. I use this analogy of like game consoles. Like, if I wanted to go get a game... Right now, like if you, you can go to Walmart and you'll see games on stands, right? You can pick up a game. Cool. Then there's some that are behind a glass window locked. You have to ask an associate, like, can you open yeah, this yeah. for me, please? Or like a PS5, it's exclusive. Like I remember waiting in line for one and you got a little ticket and it was- You have even, a PS5? No, it was for my brother. Oh, okay, okay. You would have been so brother. cool. No. Like, let's go rock some Madden, girl. No. <laughs> <laughs> but- I, I remember getting the little raffle, the little ticket, waiting in line. And it wasn't even guaranteed that you were going to get one. Right. But you waited in line. Yeah. It was hours. That's how we need to be because there's mm-hmm. value. Like, you can't just go to the store right now mm-hmm. and go buy a PS5. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. But a lot of people, young adults, don't know their value because they want that quick, quick gratification. They want the attention. Instant gratification. They want that, that self-entitlement. Like, oh, well, you don't know who I am. Like, I'm an influencer. Like, I have X amount of followers on TikTok. And it's right. like… Again, that t- just takes me like… You might, you, might, you might feel like you're an honorable person if you're wearing the right thing. Mm. If you look the right way. Yeah. And maybe people outside… Maybe people like, again, in a virtual world, people that are doing the same thing maybe you're chasing, they would say, oh yeah, that guy's wearing this and wearing that. Like, that guy's a big deal. That's not honor. Right. right. That's just clout. Come on. Right. Does that make sense? Yep. And, and, and the Bible calls us to live lives that honor God. Yeah. Right. And if I honor God, I honor his word. And if I honor what his word says, then I honor what he made. And he made me. And he told me how to treat me. Right? Yeah. How to handle yeah. me. Yeah. Um, so I love that. Honor yourself. And it comes, sorry, it comes with the actions and the decisions that you make. Yeah, right. Like there's some people like that Pastor Cruz and Pastor Diana follow. And then I follow them too. And I'm like, why are you posting that? Like if you wouldn't want Pastor Cruz to see that, you should not be posting it. Right. I'm just going to throw that out Oy. there. Think. Again. Think before you post. Right. Think before yeah. you speak. Yeah. Because yes, oh. we're talking about actions too. But your words are so powerful. Words are so powerful. You can literally crush someone. You can ruin someone's whole day. And I would say, I would say, and I learned this the hard way. I learned this. It took me a long time to learn this, but there's some words you can't take back, y'all. Yeah, for sure. Whatever comes out of your mouth, I know you might say, I repent, I'm sorry. Right. There's just things that you cannot take back. And I think, (laughs) again, honor is just, it's a beautiful thing that could come out of your mouth. Right. If you choose to, you could choose to honor somebody with your words. Yes. Or you could choose to dishonor with your words. Right. So, I mean, I mean, that makes me think of like multiple contexts that people could be in. Man, I think we could just choose to be people that every time we open our mouths, honor comes out for yeah. us. Yes. Yeah. And, and I was going to say, oh, sorry. Sorry. Go. And that you're glorifying God. Yep. That's what it needs to be. It's not about you and you trying to look better yeah, yeah. or get attention. It's can you see God in me and through me? Yeah. yeah. And since we're talking about honoring and we're talking about, I think we're also talking about generosity as well. Like what about being an honorable person to the point where you're giving without, and and giving means a multitude of things, right? Giving without the understanding that you're going to receive or get something back. Expecting nothing in return. Yeah, 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 expecting something in return. Like, like just give. Yeah, yeah. You know, like Jesus said, like, I didn't come here to be served, but I came here to serve. Come on. 
you know? And yeah. I love that because it's like, dude, like, hey, actually do something nice for someone without yes. having like an ulterior motive. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, because that's not honor. Yeah. Right. That's not, that ain't honor. That's either cl- ladder climbing. That's everything else in the book. But honor. Transactional. Yeah, like, it becomes I transactional. Get this for you. What are you going to do for me? Right. You know, oh, you didn't do anything for me. No, I don't want yeah. you in my life. Like, you yeah, know? yeah. And, and the truth <gasps> is, is that if you come back like a year and a half later and say, oh, I did this, 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 and this for you, that's not honor, G. No. <laughs> that was a transaction. Yeah, that was purely transactional. But I love that. And, and to me, um, one of the things that Cruz, Pastor Cruz always says is like, you never go wrong with honor. You can never go wrong. Like you never go wrong. You're never going to be in a situation in your life with your parents, with your boss, with your spouse, with your children, if you have any like me. Have a lot. Um, <laughs> where you just choose honor first. Oh man, you'll yeah. never go wrong with it. Yeah. Ever. Right. Right. Ever. And sometimes honor just looks like being considerate. Right. Yes. You know? Like I can, I think about it with me and my wife. Like, let's say, for example, today I got to pick up the kids after this, by the way, y'all. Um, <laughs> but, um, like quick thing is like, Hey, um, Hey babe, um, th- uh, they asked me to do another podcast. Cool with you. If I pick up the kids like 30 minutes after. Right. I'm honoring her. Right. But I'm making a decision by myself yep. and considering it. And again, you can choose and you can never go wrong with honor. Yeah. Amen. Never go wrong with your parents. I know you live by yourself in your apartment, maybe, and you have your own car and you're doing really well. You can still say, hey, mom and dad, I'm about to make this big decision. Speak into it. What do you think? Right. That's right. honor. That's honor. Hey, I know I'm a big boy and I can make my own decisions, but what do you think about this? Right. Right. Does that make sense? Because you're still making room. Right. And you find value in their opinion, in their insight, Absolutely. in the sacrifices right? they've made, in the experience they have. Again, you're fine. Like you said, find the value. Yeah. And if you're always finding the value, you'll always choose to honor. That's great. Always choose to honor. That's How great. long are we? I could keep talking about How this. How long are we? Oh, Woo! we're long. We're long Whoa, today. 160. This is a good episode, though. This is a good episode. Um, Man. Um, I just want to say, I mean, any final any final thoughts? I just want to, again, yeah. I just want to recap what we said. Um, honor God. Amen. Honor yourself. Yes. Yeah. Be generous with your honor. Right. Don't expect anything in return. Right. Be an honorable person. Yes. You cannot be an honorable person if you don't honor yourself first. Come right. on. Sarah, drop that gold here. And again, don't leave. Don't lead beyond your trust level. That's great. And if anyone's going to listen to this, you're like a young leader in our team. Trust the process. Right. Trust the trust the road ahead. Trust the Lord. Trust your leaders. Trust your your parents. Trust your yeah. anyone. Your pastor. Yeah. Trust the process. And be patient. And be patient. Oh man, this is a good episode. And you can never never go wrong with honor. With honor. And that's who we are. That's part of culture. Everything that you heard here, that's our heart for our culture. Yes. Yep. That's our heart for every young adult that calls themselves a prime culture. Yep. We don't just honor our church. We don't just honor our pastors. We don't just honor our team. We don't just honor the people that come in to a culture night. More importantly, we honor you. Yeah. Yes. You know, so. Yeah. And we want to live life that way every single day. Every Amen. single day. So single thank you. Day. Thank you so much for listening. We went a little over, but hey. It's all good. It's all good. Yeah, this is a good episode. Good. I, I love I love talking to y'all. This is amazing. This is amazing. Yeah, this was really good. Anyway, so, so uh, go ahead and share, subscribe, like, give a like. Um, we love you. We'll see you on the next one. We're talking about fun. Yeah. Let's go. Love y'all. Peace.